Hi, this is Stuart Hardy with All In Sports Outreach. I'm excited for you to hear episode number 70 of our podcast. You're going to hear from Khalil Rashid today. He's currently a senior at Coppell High School here in Coppell, Texas in the Dallas area. An incredible young man. I can't wait for you to hear from him today. I met Khalil through the McGill family who were early guests on our podcast when we first started this journey. And also, we really got to know each other this last football season, this last fall. It's probably game four or five. Before the team would was taking the field, he came up to me and just said, Mr. Hardy, will you pray for me? And that became the pregame ritual for every game the remainder of the season. It's just right before they take the field, just together praying before we take the field. And just an honor. That just gives you a little bit about who he is, and you're going to hear a lot of, of his story um, today, just his family and just a lot of the adversity he's had to overcome athletically. So without further delay, let's jump right into it. Well, thanks for joining me today, Khalil. Thank you for having me. You bet. So I always like to start these off with some background information, so just tell a little bit about yourself, um, where you grew up, and a little bit about your family. Okay, so um, my name is Khalil Rashid. I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. Born in 2000, and pretty much my whole life I was moved around a lot. Uh, I've lived in Maryland, Illinois, uh, Georgia, Texas. We went back to Maryland, then we came back to Texas when I was in uh, fifth grade. So now this is like the only time where I've had like a set place where I'm like, I'm no, I'm not gonna leave. Mm-hmm. And so I actually kind of like um, just being in Texas and having fun here. How many siblings do you have? I have two. Two. Yes, sir. I have a brother, uh, Kadre, and yeah. I have a sister, Shanique, who just graduated from uh, University of North Carolina, and oh, okay. she just got accepted into Johns Hopkins for a dra- graduate school. I mean, wow, yeah. Tar Heels fan, then. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. So, um, one more question about your family: Was it a? Did you grow up in a family of faith? And then, for you personally, kind of talk about your journey to a relationship with Christ. Okay, so. <clears throat> My family is kind of like out of the ordinary a little bit. Uh, my mom's Christian, but my dad is a Muslim. So just growing up, I had like not really issues, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, um, what like what is right and what is yeah. wrong? So I'm like, should I be a Muslim? Should I be a Christian? And it's kind of hard like when you're young because I see my dad. I'm like, my dad is a really good person. My mom's a good person. So I'm like, oh, snap. Wow, that would be hard. Yeah. So... Just after, like, um, just growing up, going to church, and I'm, like, seeing what God has done for me, I'm like, okay, yeah, I know I made the right decision. And just knowing, like, to never go back and, like, reconsider the, the decision I made. Wow, that would be I – didn't, I didn't realize that about your dad. That would be yeah. a difficult – as, as a child, yeah. confusion, if you will. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I know you play uh, a lot of football. So, do you play sport? A lot of sports growing up? Well, um, I actually didn't. Um, I didn't start playing like organized football until seventh grade. Okay. So, just the only football I really played, like I didn't play any flag. I didn't play any pee wee. I just was really going outside, hanging with my friends, playing catch and all that. So, I was kind of late in getting into sports. But w- once I got into it, I just kind of sat down and um, just dug in and just got my head through it. And I'm like, all right, yeah, this is really what I want to do. So I got to focus on it hard. Yeah. yeah. So you just finished your senior year. Yes, sir. Um, 
committed to you're going to go to Emporia State. Mm-hmm. Um, a question about the <coughs> senior year um, before we start talking about a little bit about the recruiting. Okay. It didn't go as expected on the field. Either. I mean, I know you battled an injury with yeah. thumb, and also the team um, didn't have the season they want us to talk about. Yeah going through that as your senior year because I mean your senior year you have big plans you're coming off a junior year where it's Mm -hmm. deep in the playoffs yeah so junior year coming off of that just coming off that injury not even being able to play uh when I fractured my tibia and just looking at everybody they're having fun and I'm like kind of miserable because I'm sitting on the sideline watching my friends do what I wanted to do and then coming into senior year we're just motivated but senior year we our team junior year, we were, like, real close. But senior year, I felt like we had too many, like, cliques and groups, you know. So we really just had to figure out how to play as a team. And we showed a lot of moments where we could do that. But at the same time, uh, we had a lot of new people, too. And we lost a lot of kids from last year, a lot of uh, crucial players. So it was like now it's um, we got to figure out how to play together. So... Yeah, it was this season. It didn't, like although it didn't go as planned. Like I feel like as the season went on, we became closer. But um, I guess it just wasn't enough. Um, can can you tell us what the recruiting process was like and why why you chose Emporia State? Uh, yeah. So for me, the recruiting process was it was kind of a struggle for me, honestly, because. Going into junior year, I'm like, okay, I'm about to come in here, have a good year, and then I should have some offers by the end of this year. And then I get hurt, and I'm like, all right, next year I should come in, do good, and pick up some offers after the season. So then um, I just come in senior year. I play pretty well, but then towards towards the end of the season, I don't have any offers yet, so I'm like kind of getting scared. I'm like, okay, so am I going to get offered or – Am I going to have to go to the Air Force? Because that was my plan. If I didn't uh, get a football scholarship, I was just going to go to the Air Force and enlist and just see what that did for me. So how did you end up at Emporia State? Well, after um, spring football, the coach uh, DM'd me on Twitter, and he was like, hey, well, we kind of like you. I want you to come out to a camp. And so – when the camp came, that was the day we were supposed to move. So I'm like, oh, man, coach, I can't come to this camp. So I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm, this might be done for me. But then after this, uh, after the season, I uh, sent him my highlights and everything. And then he got everything settled. He's like, uh, we really like your highlights. We want you to come down on a visit. So they offered me in December, like after the season, and I came down on a visit in January, and they gave me the scholarship and everything, like the details about it. And I had some other offers, but they were all D3s or they were D2s that I like. I want to go to somewhere where I can compete. Right. Yeah. And win some games. So they were all like D3s or D2s that weren't really winning like that. So I chose Emporia State and they gave me the most money. That helps too. Are they Division Two? Yes, sir. What? Who do they? What's like their conference or whatever? Who are they with? Uh, They're in the MIAA. They, um, some of the schools, they, they play Lindenwood, they have Washburn, Pittsburgh State University. Uh, what else? Those are all the ones. And I Pittsburgh State, that's the one in Missouri, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. So. Good deal. So we talked a little bit about football. Mm-hmm. You know, here in Texas, 6A football is a big deal. So 
Um, and even in a town like Hoppell, there's there's pressure. So talk about any pressure that's associated um, with playing six A football. It's yeah. almost like small college. Yeah. Well, in first off, being in Coppell, there's like we got this tradition of winning games. So you got that to put on, and then you have people looking at you. You're like, uh, they're like, okay, they have to do good. So you're like, okay, so we can't let anybody down. And so it's like hard, like if you lose a game and you got people watching you and wanting you to win, you're like, dang, um, I let them down this time. Hopefully I can get them next time. So yeah, there's that pressure. And then there's competition because we got some good competition to be playing. They got some fast dudes, strong dudes, uh, smart kids. So it's just all that put together, it just makes it kind of stressful. But sometimes you just got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in your playing career, is there an athlete or two you have played with that really stands out to you? Yeah. Um, I'll say Jonathan McGill and Xavier Brown. Jonathan, he's just he's just a pure athlete. He has that finesse on the field and all that, and he's just a smart player. And Xavier is just going to give you crazy effort. He's crazy fast. And even though he's like kind of undersized, he'll, he'll hit you in the mouth, so... Those two are some guys that I've played with. I'm like, okay, yeah, these are some good players. The real deal. Yeah, I know. And for just a kind of a commercial, if you will, for listeners, if you go to one of the early episodes, you can listen to a little bit about Jonathan's story. We had the McGill family on. And, and you know, you mentioned Xavier um, yeah. with our oldest in, in track. Mm-hmm. He's out there running like the 100. Yeah. You know, and, and people that don't know him don't realize he's a, he's a linebacker. Mm-hmm. And out there one of the fastest guys, yeah. probably one of the fastest on the track team is a <laughs> yeah. linebacker, which is very, very, very odd. So um, what would you say so far? I mean, I know your career's just getting started, really, but is one of your greatest memories or accomplishments? Um, probably just starting at Capel, honestly. Yeah, that's a big deal. You really can't. I mean, you can you can get places if you don't start, but you kind of you're going to kind of have to start to do what you want to do and it's just make a name for yourself. What about, um, you know, you've mentioned some injuries, so mm-hmm. I'm sure that plays a, a big part of the next question, but what would you say is your biggest disappointment or challenge? Um, probably just all the injuries that I've had because I've had, I got injured in eighth grade, I fractured my leg. Ninth grade, I sprained my ankle, I missed a couple of games. 10th grade, I sprained my ankle again, and I missed the last three games of the season. Then 11th grade, I break my leg, and I just missed the whole season. So I'm like, um, just all these injuries, I'm like, is this like God showing me that I really don't need to be playing football? Or is he just trying to test me, see if I'm just going to bounce back? So yeah, there's always that doubt. And there was was times where I just sat down and I'm, I'm crying. I'm like, okay, I don't know if football is for me anymore. And then you have people coming up to you like, man, you're injury prone. You're always in crutches. Mm. So then you're like, okay, yeah, so this might not really be for me. Starts creating some doubt. Yeah. I, didn't, I knew the 11th grade. I didn't realize since 8th grade there's yeah, been injuries. Yeah. That's tough. So what, what role does your faith – you talked a little bit about your faith earlier. What mm-hmm. role does your faith play um, on the football field? Um, it just helps me to – just push through, you know, because there's times where you get down, you're losing, and you're like, okay, I can't be losing like this. We can't be losing like this. So then you just pray and just hope for the best, and you know, like, God will provide for you and just help you play well and just succeed on the field. 
So um, kind of shift a little bit about the role of sports um, that you've seen. So it's no secret that the culture is divided. Yeah. Um, and sports is one way, whether here in the United States or even around the country, around the world, that brings people together. Yeah. So how have you seen um, in your short sports career athletics bring people together? I mean, you're – it, it tears down racial divide, mm-hmm. political, religious, socioeconomic status. So how have you seen that play out in the locker room that you've been a part of? Yeah, well, so <clears throat> coming from Chicago when I went to um, South Loop, there's like, it was, it was a predominantly black, like I was going to school with a lot of blacks. And so <clears throat> coming to Texas and just meeting people, I was kind of like iffy. I was like kind of nervous. Mm. I'm like, do I really fit in or all that? Cause where like the most of the schools I went through in Texas are all, well, all of them are very diverse. So then you meet a lot of people, and then coming to Coppell, there's a lot of good people of all races that you meet, and then y'all just like build a brotherhood, and you can really just bond with people, and then you learn that there's good in everything. Like there's good in all races. People can come together and just make good of everything. That's good, and that's very good. So I want to ask you now for some advice to offer a, mostly a, a student athlete. We have mm-hmm. a lot that, that listen that, I mean, sports is a platform. Yeah. I mean, you talked a little bit about the, I mean, when you talk about the pressures here um, playing even in a place like Coppell. So it is a platform to make a difference. Mm-hmm. So what advice or encouragement would you offer a student athlete that is a follower of Christ but wants to be bold in their faith, how would you encourage them to, to step up? Well, I feel like you can use your faith to help you succeed in sports and all that. So, like, in a personal experience, I was always, like, the, on the lower teams and all that. Like, I was on B team, eighth grade, B team, ninth grade. And so <clears throat> just don't let yourself get down to the point where you stop believing in God and thinking that he can provide for you and just – like keep praying and keep pushing, keep working, and then you'll it'll work out in your favor at the end. And your teammates are watching how you handle, mm-hmm. um, whether it's being on B team or or injuries as yeah. well, and mm-hmm. go, hey, that that guy keeps bouncing back or doesn't get flustered. That's yeah. good. So a lot of people have a favorite verse, mm-hmm. a life verse, yeah. or um, I was going to ask you if you have one to share it, or is there one that God's shown you recently that you'd share? Yeah, so I have a favorite one. It's a uh, Second Peter, uh, chapter three, verse eight, and in the section it says, uh, "With the Lord, a single day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a single day." Hmm. So, to me, that kind of it's like kind of one of the verses I live by because it just shows that like you have to be patient because time is really nothing to God, and He can make something happen in the nick of time. So. You just have to be patient and trust in him and knowing that like he'll provide for you and just never lose your faith. And enjoy the the time we have because yeah. you know with God it's it is unlimited. Yeah, you never know. The last question uh deals with being all in. I mean it's a big sports deal. Mm-hmm. Uh Clemson has it on the change. I mean a lot of sports teams use this all in as a rally cry, but also I mean that's what God calls us to do when we follow him. So what does it mean for you? Um, Khalil, like in your daily walk to be all in? To be all in. It's just, personally for me, being all in is just um, just going out on the limb and just trusting. That's what it means to me because 
you can say you're all in, but if you don't trust, like you're not really all in. And just and going back to the doubt thing, like if you have your doubts, just still trust and knowing that he'll provide for you, do everything for you. So yeah, that's what being all in means to me. That's good. Well, I appreciate your time. I know it's a a busy time of the year and a lot yes, going on. So thanks for carving out a few minutes to do this. Thank appreciate you, it. Me too. Once again, thanks to Khalil for taking time to join us today and just talk about his journey. What really stood out to me was the number of injuries he's had over the last three or four years, but just continuing to fight back, just taking the adversity and making himself stronger and um, and just never, never giving up. And the word that he kept talking about was the word trust or trusting. And he he said, your trust has to be greater than your doubts. To trust over doubt. I know I have been encouraged over the last few um, months getting to know Khalil a little bit more. And um, so I I hope you got a glimpse of of who he is. He's just just an incredible young man. And I believe that God has got great plans for him as he goes on to the next level um, at at Emporia Estate, and I just believe God's going to use him. So I I hope you'll share this episode with a family member or friend. I know there's somebody else that could be going through a difficult time, and they need to be encouraged to trust, to always trust God. His plan is greater than our plan, and that our trust is going to be stronger than our doubt. And as always, we love to hear from you. You can do that via our Facebook page, All In Sports Outreach, or our website, www.allinsportsoutreach.org. Find out who we are, why we do what we do, opportunities to pray for us, to serve with us, and to give. And the last thing, I'm going to ask you if you were encouraged by this, that you would go to iTunes and leave us a review. The more five-star reviews we get, the greater the platform we continue to have that can press on with this podcast journey of shining the light of Jesus through stories. Thank you for your constant encouragement and your prayers. And until next time.